0: Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast. I want to go to the book of Leviticus today. Leviticus chapter number 20. Leviticus chapter number 20. I believe it'll be a real blessing to you today. I want to deal with another name of God. We've been looking at the names Jehovah, uh, compound names involving Jehovah over the last few podcasts. And I want to look at one today, Jehovah M'Kadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. And the book of Leviticus, where I told you we're at, chapter 20, the book of Leviticus is uh, its an interesting book. Uh, A lot of people bypass the Book of Leviticus. (laughs) It's full of uh, man. It's full of rules and regulations that that are related to the nation of Israel, related to the priesthood of Israel. It's got ancient sacrifices in it, religious festivals of the Israeli people. But Leviticus is full. I mean, it's full of rich truth. And we can reap an enormous blessing by getting in the book of Leviticus. It's, it's not something you just scratch the surface of. It's it's one that takes some time, takes some effort uh, to get into, but it is very rewarding. And the thing that when you study the book of Leviticus that you have to remember, the book of Leviticus is uh, all about holiness. It's all about holiness. And... God is a holy God. And when you read these chapters of Leviticus, it it becomes real clear to you that God wants His people to do what is right, and He wants them to do it the right way. All the sacrifices, all the regulations, uh, you see the ceremonies in Leviticus, it's all about serving a holy God, serving a righteous God. And the key verse in the book of Leviticus is found in chapter number 11, verse number 44, which is a verse that is repeated in the New Testament, be holy, uh, be holy for I am holy. And when you come to the 20th chapter where we're at today, it's not surprising uh, that a new name for God conveys that truth. And here's what the Bible said, Leviticus 20 and verse number seven, sanctify yourselves therefore and be ye Holy for I am the Lord the uh, for I am the Lord your God and you shall keep my statutes and do them I am the Lord which sanctify you I am the Lord which sanctify you Jehovah Imkadish Now it means the God who sanctifies the God who makes holy the God who sets apart and perfects Now here's what uh, one writer a great writer I've got some books right here in my study Herbert Lockyer wrote this uh, in his book on the names of God. He said, "...living as we do in a world ruled by a satanic God and which is therefore characterized by dens of infamy, haunts of vice, shameless, uh, dishonest traitors, callous murderers, senseless wars, appalling crime, and moral filth, it is hard to think of a nation having holiness as its dominant characteristic." Yet that is God's ideal. And what he's saying is we cannot control whether society yields to the authority of God or whether it turns aside to its own lust, but as for us, we can learn and we can serve the Lord who can make us holy. Jehovah Kadesh. God demands holiness. But he understands that we cannot be holy on our own. And he promised. And God fulfills his promises. This is a promise. I am the God who sanctifies. I am the Lord your God. I am the Lord which sanctify you. That's a promise. God demands holiness, but he understands we can't do it on our own. That's why we need Jehovah and Kiddish. He's the God who sanctifies, and it is only through God that we can be sanctified. Now, since we were young children, uh, small children, uh, we were taught and and we learned from experience that things fall. If I drop, I'm holding a pen right here, and you may hear this on the microphone. I drop the pen, it fell to my desk. Everything in the world we learn from science, gravity teaches us Everything falls down. But did you know sometimes, especially in the nation Brazil, things fall up? There's a place in Brazil called Tukuruwa. 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 That's it. Tukuruwa. I don't speak. I speak English, and I barely do that. Tukuruwa. And it's Tukuruwa, Brazil. And there are lumber, you need to hear this, there are lumberjacks uh, in that area of Tucuruí that cut trees and don't have to worry about them smashing them or falling on them because the trees fall up. Uh, Brother Jeremy, I don't believe that. Well, let me explain to you. In the 1980s, they built three uh, dams in Tucuruí, Brazil. They dammed up the water so they could provide electrical power to the nearby cities, and they flooded 6 million cubic meters of forest. When they built built those three dams, 6 million cubic feet as cubic meters of forest. And there was a fellow by the name of Juarez Gomez. He was an entrepreneur there in Brazil, and he saw these thousands of tree trunks, and he said, there's an opportunity for me. We need construction, wood necessary for construction right there. I'm going to figure out a way to use all those trees. And here's what he did. He invented a power saw that runs underwater and began selling those trees. He had cut those trees and sell that wood. And those lumberjacks, they're in Tucuruwai, Brazil. They have air tanks. And they have the parasol saw that goes underwater. And they can go down. They have been down and cut trees as far as 164 feet. And they're never in danger of being smashed by those trees. Because when they cut those trees, they rise up. They don't fall down. And then the trunks of those trees are then uh, towed uh, to sawmills that they have built along the water, the edge of the water. In Tucuruí, Brazil, trees fall up. And you know why? Because there's a different set of laws. It's not the law of gravity, it's the law of buoyancy. And the same is true with the Christian who lives by the laws of the kingdom of God. There's a different set of laws. Now, this doesn't mean you're allowed to break criminal laws, but instead of following the laws of the world, you know, that say you got to seek power and you got to seek fame, instead, a child of God seeks the humble, small things. Instead of wanting to be served, a child of God serves. Instead of only loving those who are easy to love, we love those that hate us. Because in the kingdom of God, what is up is down and what is down is up. Jesus said the last will be first and the first shall be last. It's like trees falling upward. To this world doesn't make a lick of sense, but there's a different law. Those trees being cut in Tukuruah, Brazil, are are on a different law. And you and I that are saved, we're living by a different law. You know, the world doesn't understand us. They don't understand us. And that's a lot of times why they hate us. It's okay because the Bible teaches we don't belong to this world. John chapter 15, verse 19, If you were of the world, the world would love his own. But because you're not of the world, but I have chosen you out of the world, therefore the world hateth you. And God, through the Lord Jesus Christ, has chosen us out of this world. And boy, I'm thankful for it and grateful for it. Because if I had a choice between living on earth or going and living in heaven, I'm choosing heaven every time. And the Bible word for what Jesus did in pulling us out of this world is the word sanctification. And all sanctification means is something has been set apart to make it holy. It's a big word with a small concept. A lot of times we complicate the things of God. And that word sanctification just means something that's holy. And what does it mean to be holy? It means to be set apart for purpose, to be set apart for usefulness. That's the purpose of holiness. That's the purpose of sanctification, to be set apart for usefulness, not so you can have bragging rights, not so you can make comparisons, not so you can think better of yourself than anybody else. That's religious separatism. That's not spiritual sanctification. Religion makes you haughty. Sanctification makes you humble. And we've got the wrong idea about sanctification. We've established rules. We've established regulations. We've established guidelines and protocols that we've taught people they've got to follow. That's so false. That's so binding. That's so constraining. And because of it, we've created a culture of folks that look down on others. The key is to allow God to do the sanctifying. And that is through not rules, not regulations, but a relationship. Jehovah Mkadesh, the Lord who sanctifies. Well, how does he sanctify? Well, you spend time with him. You associate with him. You get intimate with him. You'll be like him. There's a Bible verse that says evil communications corrupt good manners. Well, let's turn that around. Holy communications create good manners. Evil communications corrupt good manners, but holy communications create good manners. My father-in-law preached a message back in the late 80s, early 90s, and this is what he preached. You are right now, or soon will be, what your friends are. And you know what? If you want to be holy, you got to spend some time with God because you are right now or you soon will be what your friends are. And you can tell by your level of sanctification and holiness, what you're spending all your time with. And if you're spending it with God, it'll cause you to be holy because He is Jehovah M'Kadesh, the God who sanctifies. Stop trying to guideline yourself to holiness. Stop trying to regulate yourself to righteousness. Stop trying to uh, list rules that will help you to be sanctified that's not sanctification sanctification is getting with god he will fix the problem spend time with god he will straighten it out the lord that sanctifies now i want you to do today to go out and be salt and light in this world go out today and make a difference this world is dirty and it is dark it needs some salt to purify it needs some light to illuminate If you're listening to this in the evening, why don't you plan right now? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to get up. I'm going to get get in my prayer closet. I'm going to get in my Bible. I'm going to spend some time with the Lord. I'm going to get filled with the Holy Spirit. And I'm going out tomorrow, and I'm going to make a difference in this world by being salt and light. Do not miss the next Treasures of Truth podcast. I believe it will be a blessing to you. And until then, may God bless you.